Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Uh, we have uh, uh, Congressman uh, Lee Zeldin, our candidate for uh, Republican uh, for uh, Governor of New York. Mm-hmm. Of New York. And, uh, Governor, there's so many things happening. Uh, how are you this Friday afternoon? Well, I'm doing okay, John. It's good to be with you and, and everyone else in the studio. Although I will tell you, I just came here uh, from Queens uh, visiting the site where that tragic murder took place yesterday, paying my respects to the colleagues of Allison Russo-Elling. And, uh, you know, we just have these amazing men and women who show up at work every day to serve the public. And 24, 25 years in the service, she was just going out on a lunch break, and she never made it back. That is and, horrible. Uh, just, now, they caught the gentleman? They caught the person that did it? Yes. And yes. I understand he wasn't black. No. He wasn't Hispanic, so well, I can't blame you, David. Uh, no. He, no. He, he appears he suffered from mental issues. He's a schizophrenic. I understand he's a Greek. He's a Greek. Um, he so was, John, he was uh, known around the neighborhood for kind of wandering around. And this this lieutenant, she was only six months away from retiring. And oh I saw the God. video of the attack. That's so sad. She didn't stand a chance. This guy took, you know, caught her from behind and then threw her to the ground. He straddled her and he must have stabbed her at least 20 times. Oh, my God. A good Samaritan chased him to his home. He barricaded himself in his home. The good Samaritan called 911. The police got him out of there in an hour. Okay. Lee. Um, but while it was happening, there were some good Samar- good pe- people that trying just, to intervene. Well, no, yeah. uh, they, this one guy on the scooter just kind of kept on going. Lee, it's uh, Richard Weinberg. So what do we do with this kind of situation? How do we protect the innocent? How do we protect the public? Well, you know, there's so many different types of crimes that we hear about. And sometimes when you see a crime take place, you're you're talking about. Uh, why the individual was released. They previously committed offenses. The 82-year-old doorman who was attacked by a machete in Manhattan a couple weeks ago was attacked by someone who had been arrested and re-released seven times since March. Uh, We all were talking about the story of the guy who took an axe out of his backpack at the McDonald's on Delancey Street, and then he gets released, and you you can have a conversation about the Cashel's Bail Law and how a judge should have discretion away dangerousness. But then you also get the cases where the individual appears to not have a prior history. There's still more to learn about this person, who he was. But the the initial reports that we're getting back, we're not learning of how he was recently arrested, but he was released by some lax judge or some lax DA or it was because of cashless bail. Uh, And then there's clearly a lot of people who are on our streets who are this is beyond a conversation about just homelessness. We have individuals on our streets who are choosing to be there. We have others uh, who are walking the streets who have real mental health issues. There's a lot more to be done with regards to drug addiction and alcohol addiction and others who are emotionally disturbed. And uh, we just need to learn more about this person to see where, if at any point, the system was broken to, to deal with this, to catch it early, and unfortunately, uh, some type of a sign got missed, but we don't have that info yet. Congressman Lee Zeldin, clearly we have a crime problem here in New York. Uh, Governor Kathy Hochul is putting her head in the sand, and she's standing by her stance that we don't have a problem, and the stats show that bail reform is working. If elected governor, what will you do to to change this, to try, because it's the legislature that ultimately passed this ridiculous bail reform. What can you do to bring some sanity back to the streets? 
Well, plan A is to work with the legislature to try to make changes to cashless bail. And this isn't a Republican versus Democrat issue. The mayor of New York City thinks that judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness. And he's right. He's called for a special session up in Albany to make a change to cashless bail, to make a change with raise the age, another law where we have young teenagers who have their cases moved, not going to criminal court anymore, going to family court, but now they're being used to commit additional crimes. We've seen inside our correctional facilities where correctional officers and prison staff and inmates have been getting assaulted more since the April 1st implementation of the HALT Act. Plan A is to work with the legislature, the voters of New York, the will of the people, get an opportunity five and a half weeks from today to decide who they want to be their governor, who they want to be their state senator or their state assemblyman. And we all need to work together to make the streets of New York City safe again. The streets, the subways, homes, places of employment. People right now do not feel safe. And even if there's someone listening out there and saying, well, you know, that's ridiculous. I feel safe. Well, that's great that you feel safe. But unfortunately, there are others who aren't riding the subway. And if they do, they take their yarmulke off. Or maybe they don't ride at all. But if they do, they grab a pole or a guardrail because they're afraid of being pushed in front of an oncoming subway car. There is a crime crisis that has to be confronted head on. And if you want to be a state legislator, just like if you want to be a governor, you have a duty to do everything in your power to deal with it. This congestion pricing that they're trying to put into effect, the MTA is pushing it big time, but it's going to hurt every New Yorker, every New Yorker, every borough, Nassau County, Suffolk County, Westchester County, Staten Island. I, I mean, they're, they're, they're just taking the money, and there's no guarantee that they're going to ever do anything with it. I oppose congestion pricing. It's being implemented right now. It is going to result in more trucks in the Bronx, more trucks on the Staten Island Expressway. You're going to have cars traveling through side streets in Brooklyn and Queens trying to get to other routes where they don't have to pay the fee. Uh, we've seen with the London example where they ended up with more congestion on a whole bunch of different side streets because of uh, similar issues to what I just described. Now, if you want more money for the MTA, if you want more people to, to ride public transportation, improve the experience. People need to feel safe. And, oh, by the way, there are individuals who are jumping their fare. You need more money for the MTA. Well, start enforcing that. There are ways, whether it's vendor contracts, overtime costs, the list goes on. You just need to make sure that the MTA is operating more efficiently. There's no better way to get more money into the MTA than to improve the service and to make it safe for all New Yorkers, including the people right now who are choosing not to ride it because of one and only issue. They are citing safety. Congressman Zeldin, these attack ads against you, they are they're pretty vicious. What is your response to the Democrats, Hochul, painting you as some kind of radical right-wing nut job? Well, listen, you talk about the issues that we're discussing. Is it extreme to want to repeal cashless bail? Uh, is it is it extreme for me to want us to have multiple debates all throughout the entire state so the voters find out where we stand before they vote, not after? I believe that we shouldn't move forward with congestion pricing. I believe that right now spending in the state is out of control and they're 
funding it off one shots and that becomes the new baseline and then they want to increase taxes to pay for it and new yorkers are hitting their breaking point and fleeing because they're they're not affording life in new york we should have a debate over issues i listen i disagree with kathy hochel on a number of issues it's okay we live in this great country where it's okay to to disagree i'm not declaring that she's no longer a new yorker like she did with me i'm not demanding that she get on a bus and move out of state as she did with me. Let's have a debate. As far as these issues, enlistment, the idea that uh, I, as governor, am going to be rolling back this uh, abortion law from a few years ago, there's a 0% chance that Speaker of the Assembly, Carl Hasty, is sending me a bill to roll back that that, uh, law at all. And the reality is, is that New York, they have codified far more than Roe, so that when we woke up, the day after the Dobbs decision, the law in New York was exactly the same as when we woke up the day before. Kathy Hochul is going so hyperbolic with her messaging on this because there's an enthusiasm gap. People Congressman, plan on vote. before we go for a break, because we're going to take a break, uh, yes, I see there's three major issues. Crime, uh, the uh, congestion pricing, especially downtown, here, downtown uh, state. And the third issue uh, was they just signed a bill to get rid of um, uh, gas-powered cars by 2035, and by 2026, they want 35% to get rid of them. I mean, have they lost their mind? They have, actually. They have. I mean, it's it's impossible to do. Why do they? uh, Why do do they need the? the, I mean, they're going to destroy our country. I, I, I look, not. if people want electric cars, they should be able to buy them. But to make it mandatory in, in, in a few years, Agreed. I mean, that's just plain crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the governor posted on social media an hour ago a picture of her in some electric vehicle as if she's not flying a plane or a helicopter to go to that press conference and driving her big black suburban to get her from the airport to where she then gets into the electric vehicle. I just feel like there's just a lot of hypocrisy here on this particular topic. We are all pro-environment. Well, uh, but the we are, we're all I'm pro-environment, but it's got to be within a you know, reasonable amount of time where it, where, it, where it could be done. But you can drill for oil and all these things and do it efficiently and clean. Okay. And New York actually has a ban in place that does not allow the safe extraction of natural gas. The southern tier is desperate for it. There are other counties that are desperate for it. There are pipeline applications in Albany that are being delayed and denied instead that should be getting approved. We need to bring down energy costs. It would create jobs. There's so much opportunity here in our own state to be energy independent. We could be delivering energy to other states. We could be delivering energy to other countries. Agreed. Congressman Zeldin, thank you uh, so much, and we'll catch up again real soon. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.